Airbnb arbitrage, opportunity or disaster? Let's get into it. Welcome to For Rent, conversations to better the rental industry. I'm your host, Mackenzie Wilson. Whether you're a first-time homeowner, an accidental landlord, a seasoned investor, or perhaps just a curious tenant, this is the podcast for you. Join the conversations. We cover best practices, industry news, and one-on-ones with thought leaders in the rental industry. We'll go deeper to cover the lessons learned and get to the root cause of challenges facing the rental industry today. We'll empower you with the information you need to be a better landlord or a more informed tenant. Let's get to it. Airbnb arbitrage, what is that? That is where you as a property owner, a small mom and pop landlord or investor own the property. A third party, the Airbnb host comes in, puts a lease in place with you, and then they, they turn around and sublet or lease out the property to short-term rentals, just like a hotel would. And they're this middle person, they take care of all the daily logistics. It would be an active business that they have cleaners uh, to turn over, provide laundry, furnish the place, all that kind of stuff. The marketing, organizing and doing the check-in, the checkouts with the um, short-term tenants, that would be all held by this company. So we had a really interesting post the other day on the Alberta Landlord Community Facebook group and a landlord... um, homeowner here was propositioned about someone else renting out their property and then subleasing it as a short-term rentals on Airbnb, VRBO, something of that nature. And it elicited quite a heated debate. It got viewed over 2,000 times, 30 plus comments on it. And um, there was two camps uh, of thought here. There's, um, I would say probably the majority Majority of the comments were actually opposed, uh, opposed to it as opposed uh, as opposed to some folks saying, "Yeah, you know what? Maybe maybe this is a good idea, and maybe there's a, a that we're just yeah interested in it." Okay, so let's let's dive into it. Let's check this out. I've made some notes here. Let's get into it. So I'm going to read the post first. They did a screenshot of how they got this message, and we'll break it out. Um, I, I think, you know, the devil's always in the details and I, I have, I have a, a very centristic <laughs> opinion on, on this. You're going to probably call me out for not taking a side here, but that's cool. I'll go with it. I've got tough skin, but anyways, let's get into the message right here. I saw your property online and I love to work with you. I own short-term rental business where, or I, I host guests, sorry, as health and business professionals. Uh, and then they go on kind of making their pitch, you know, I'll help you with, with dealing with less turnover. I'll save you expenses there. Your property will be kept in tip top shape with, you know, very frequent cleaning. Uh, we'll work on repairing any small maintenance as it's part of our business. And then we're also motivated by building a great relationship. So should there be future opportunities, we want to keep that bridge open and that olive branch. So, yeah, so it was, um, it's an interesting conversation and, I'm just going to kind of highlight some of the comments in the group. Uh, I'm going to keep them keep them uh, PG, but there are certainly opinions out there. And uh, these are the ones that are, are not for it, if you could tell. Uh, these are nightmare scenarios. I've seen lots of them turn into Airbnb and then go sideways. And the landlord has to use Queen's Bench, which is now King's Bench, to address, which is for folks, if you're not from Alberta or Canada, 
that's our provincial or your equivalent would be the state um, court system to, to remedy a problem here. Uh, this one says big red flags and it's exclamation mark, exclamation mark, all in caps. Five people gave it the thumbs up. That first comment I mentioned too had 15 thumbs up. So popular sentiment there. This person says run away, very vague description, lofty promises, red flags all around. This is an individual waiting to rent from you and then sublease to many tents using your space for high risk endeavor with little skin in the game on your end. Do not do this. Okay, so, you know, it's, it's getting a little bit heated. Uh, we'll go to this one's a good one on the other side, the positive side. I've seen few businesses in Calgary that do this. This is not necessarily Airbnb. It depends who they are and the agreement contract entails. Absolutely. Devil's always in the details. However, I can't give input if it's a good idea or not, but probably wise to involve someone with legal expertise. So there's just another opinion. So they're open to it. But as the wise people say, do your due diligence. Trust, but verify. Uh, This person says, a friend of mine does this. If it's one of these guys and they've done two print screens of an actual Airbnb super host, then they're totally legit. There's a couple of people saying, yeah, you know, if, if it works, the numbers make sense, then then why not? So let's let's take a step back here. All right. So uh, that's that's kind of the comments there. Let's let's just kind of jump into some high level pros and cons. Remember, this is just a quick take. So we'll get right into it. Yeah. So pros, uh, if they are, in fact, organized, they know how to run the business. They'll have systems in place to keep the property in tip top shape. That means they'll do cleaning after every uh, turnover or, you know, visit as a hotel, as you would say, kind of like, just like a hotel. So clean, very, very regularly, far more than what you'd have with a long-term tenant. Uh, reduce expenses dealing with turnover. So if the relationship is in fact good, you guys would be continually renewing the lease going forward and you wouldn't have to source and find more tenants, which I actually think it's a big thing. So it really begs the question... Oh, I get too excited here. Let's keep on going through the pros and cons. Um, they made a pitch in this specific scenario, and I don't actually believe this is an overall pro or con. Uh, they pay rent during COVID. Well, if things happen again like COVID and industries get shut down and people aren't traveling, they may not be a need for that Airbnb, or it could still be used if it's people coming out of town within the state or province. And they're motivated to maintain a professional relationship for the potential of future opportunities or collaborations, which I would truly believe that's the fact. If they are delivering on their word and they are who they say they are, it would be a great um, fruitful relationship. Hey there, sorry for the quick interruption. This podcast is all based on the collective wisdom of everyone. It's interactive. We absolutely need your input and feedback. So if there's a comment, a question, a best practice that you've learned that relates to an episode or just something that's come across your mind you think would be great for the show. We are all about taking this collective wisdom to better the rental industry. Please, please share with us, good or bad, we'll take it all. I've got tough skin. Um, you can send your questions and concerns and feedback all to forrent at singlekey.com. Okay, let's get you right back in that episode. Thank you so much. Okay, so here's the cons. Uh, it's a disaster. It is going to blow up. It's going to be very costly. And these are claims. And again, this is in our specific jurisdiction. So Alberta, under our Residential Tenancy Act in the province, that we have zero rights under our legislation and be very hard to evict or whatnot. So I'm going to dig further into that because right now that's just 
I'm going to take that at surface level hearsay. Uh, I will work and we'll do a follow-up on, on that part. But let's let's get into it. I, I wrote some comments here and um, the value of the show. I, I think you should uh, op- um, view with open eyes. And if you do your due diligence, as you always should, when you're finding the right tenant to put in the property, you ask the right questions, you'll verify very quickly if this person has a legitimate business, has systems in place, or is a fly-by-the-night kind of individualist trying to make a quick buck that you probably do want to run away, run away fast very quickly from. So uh, do they have a website? How is it set up? Does it look professional? Is it organized? Do they have great talking points? Is the content on point? Is there a consistent message? All of those things. How do they generally present? Do they look like a professional business? Do they have their act together? Are they organized? Um, depending on your local jurisdiction, so at the city, the municipality level, uh, does your city require a business license? So here's an opportunity for you to do your due diligence is you need to know your local bylaws. And in some cities, I know Calgary was looking at it. I don't sure if we actually pulled the trigger on that or not to put a business license in that they actually had to be licensed with the city to run an Airbnb short-term rental business. Uh, liability insurance, are they bonded? They have to have some sort of, yeah, I guess insurance to cover that liability if something does go wrong. I would say that's an absolute must. Can you find them on LinkedIn? Do they have a LinkedIn presence as they're trying to run this business and grow it? They would want to be putting themselves out there. But let's get into uh, the actual Airbnb company. If they are doing this, they have to be on Airbnb. I'd want to link to their account. What's their what's their five-star review? Is it five stars, four stars, not very good reviews? Are they timely at fixing things? Um, some of the rental websites will give you how fast they respond to inquiries. Are they on top of um, handling um, communication in a t- timely manner? You can also test this to by uh, emailing this individual or texting them back multiple times and seeing how long they take to respond. You don't want to send five questions in one message. I would actually suggest breaking that out over two or three messages and just to see how how quickly they, they, they respond to it. Check the pictures, check the reviews. Oh man, this is so important. Check the reviews on Airbnb. See how they've uh, maintained those relationships. Are, are they... Are they walking the talk that they're providing you? So I hope that's helpful. That's a quick hot take on Airbnb arbitrage. Uh, give me your comments, drop them below, wherever you find them. Let me know yay or nay and why. I would be curious to learn a little bit more. Wow, thank you so much for making it to the end of this episode. I really appreciate it. If you haven't already, please check out singlekey.com. They are the main sponsor of this podcast. And simply put, it wouldn't be possible without them. We want your feedback. So again, if you haven't done that and you've probably already heard the plug, but send us an email at forrent at singlekey.com. We want it all. Comments, suggestions, lessons learned, anything that we can tie into this collective conversation with all these different perspectives to truly better the rental industry. We want it all. So let us know what you're thinking. We'll incorporate it into future shows. And if you haven't already and you want to, please subscribe to us and provide us a rating on your favorite podcast listening platform. We'll see you on the next episode. Thank you.